All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Webheads Podcast. It is me, Steven, with my co-host here, my brother. Hello. We are... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted by something. <laughs> we are back to recording in person for the first time in a very long time, it feels like. Yeah, it's been... Since at least a couple... Like a month? Yeah, I want to say since May. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. We're back. We are here with the with Lost in Space Time. Yeah, yeah. Lost in Space Time. It's a West Coast Avengers story. West Side. West Side. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can switch up the the theme this week and just make it like Ice Cube. I don't know. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. comics left and right mm-hmm. i've been uh every wednesday i've been going to buy comics which has been fun I've, I've i've gone to i've been trying out different uh comic book shops because i'm not i really like the i said last time the one that i go to is flying it's called flying colors comic books or mm. something like that i said it was in walnut creek it's actually in concord so I, I really do like that one it's nice it's clean everything's organized but i I'm not always in Concord every Wednesday. Yeah. So uh, this last week I went to uh, this one in Fremont. I can't remember the name of it right now, but um, it was cool. It, it's weird because I was looking for like a storefront because the pictures on online, I think they might have been in a different location before. Mm. looked like they were in like a little uh, outdoor mall kind of thing. So when I, I pulled down the street and I didn't see anything like that, all I see is like kind of like warehouse yeah. places. So I was like, right, maybe I passed it or something. And I, I go to exactly where the, the navigation tells me to go. And then I got out. And then it's like, I walk up and it's like this big ass warehouse door. I was like, what the fuck? And it, I got there right when they opened. They opened at like 11. I got there like 10.59. But I was like, I was just kind of like sketched out a little bit. So I, I tried the door. And then, like, it was locked, but I heard a click when I turned the thing. It was like, click. And then all of a sudden, the sliding door starts rolling up on the <laughs> on the shop. And I was like, what the f- What is this? <laughs> and then, it, <laughs> but it, you know how, like, warehouse doors sometimes just take hella long to go up? Yeah. So, like, it clicks. This rolling door starts going up, but it's taking hella long. It takes, like, almost a minute to fully get to the top. And then... I don't, I like, when it starts getting up like two, three feet, I start looking under to see, like, is anybody there? Like, what did I fuck something up? And I still don't see anybody, nobody. And then, but I can see this, they have comic books, there's like whole shelves full, and like they have a big, like, vintage section mm. um, for all indie comics, DC comics, Marvel stuff. Um, and it's, it's big, but I just didn't expect any of it. And then finally, when the door opened up, so I guess some of the regulars were there at the same time I was. So they all walked in there. They're like, oh, he was like calling them by name and stuff. 
that's kind of the cool thing about it is every time that I go to a different one, like there's always just regulars there. Mm. And then the people that work there are like, oh, hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, John, what's up? So that, that part's kind of cool. But I'm just buying random stuff. This week I bought The Amazing Spider-Man number four. And they're doing a little one-off run of uh, Moon Girl with different uh, characters. Mm. So this week she, they had a Miles Morales and Moon Girl one. Where, and she's just running her like something happens with a uh, devil dinosaur and he just disappears. But she keeps picking like she, for those of you who don't know, Moon Girl's like super crazy smart. Like she's a wicked like smart. A, Wicked smart. She's <laughs> she's like a nine year old genius. Yeah, and she has this this huge red dinosaur that she rolls around with. But in the story, the dinosaur just disappears one day. But she's still picking up like his energy signatures, and so in the first one, her and uh, Miles go around trying to figure out where the hell the dinosaur is at. So it's cool. It's this. It's just a little one off series. The next one's. Uh, I think it's the next one's the Avengers in Moon Girl, mm. which is cool. She doesn't get enough shine, but she is in the in the queue at uh, Web Singers at Disneyland. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, but yeah, I've just been buying I, I just random stuff like that. I try to get like a couple number one issues every week, and then I picked up like a, a Howard the Duck at this Fremont one the other day. I was just looking through the the random vintage stuff, and they have a lot of stuff though. Kind of pricey. Mm-hmm. They had a whole bunch of like old like X Men comics that were like twelve, fifteen bucks a piece. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was um, I signed up for the C CGC or something, the comic book grading. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's twenty five dollars mm-hmm. um, to just sign up. Okay. And then is that a year? Yeah, they're in the mm-hmm. different tiers. So like the most basic one is twenty five. They have mm-hmm. other ones that are like, it's it's a weird jump. It goes twenty five to like, one fifty or something. Like that. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, uh, I signed up for the twenty five dollar one. Um, and then like the whole process is kind of like just confusing. Mm-hmm. I signed up and I was like ready to like you know, uh, like add my books in there, the ones I wanted to get graded. Because um, for those that, of you that don't know, like when you grade your comic books, that can increase the value of them, um, and just you can have the same book as someone next to you, but yours could be graded at a higher grade, and that could give you a more valuable book. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of just doing it just to kind of have like it's just kind of cool to set them up that way. If you wanted to like hang display them, them, yeah, display them. They're in protectable uh, plastic, um, and like just showing like the grade that you get would be kind of cool. So I was going through the whole process Yeah, I finally signed up and then you have to pay for each book that you're submitting as well too. Mm-hmm. And I forgot how much that was. I think it was maybe like 20 bucks a book. Okay. And I was like thinking, I was, I was like, okay, so far I was, there's only three books I wanted to really submit for. Um, but I, I was like, now I got to go through my books and, Hopefully I have those books in my house. Otherwise I got to go to my storage unit and dig through that and find those ones. So, so far I haven't completed anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, my intention was to use some of the books that I do have. Cause I do have like a more of the, um, I think it was like the Marvel now era mm-hmm. books. 
have a lot of like number ones and like variant covers for those. Yeah. So I was thinking of maybe getting some of like some of those ones graded. But yeah, and then I went to the comic book store by my house, Crush Comics, mm-hmm. and I was looking for like maybe like some number ones or some stuff just to kind of you know get those graded as well too. Yeah. But I didn't. Where I was looking, I was like, damn, I don't see any. So I was like, all right, they don't have any. So I was leaving. And I think as I walked out, they have them right by the door. Mm-hmm. So I got to go back uh, at some point this week and check them out. But I haven't read it. I haven't, I haven't been reading as much as I want to besides, like, the stories. I, I've kind of hit, like, a a block in my, in, in my energy where, like, I just hit it. And then I just don't have any energy to do anything. Yeah. That's – I've – I really the the stuff I've been buying in stores. I usually just read like when I have time after work mm-hmm. or like when I get home. Um, but like the stuff that I've been reading through the app, I usually read like when I go to bed. Yeah. So it's like I might <laughs> I might get through one issue, and then fall asleep. But uh, oh, one other one that I was reading is uh, the new Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's Wolverine, uh, Gray Hulk, or the I mean. It's Grey Hulk, but they they call him uh, Joe Fix It, and Spider Man, and Ghost Rider, and it's it's from like, I think it was in the seventies. I want to say seventy six. Mm. The Fantastic Four got kidnapped by the seventy one the seventies version of it. A scroll breaks into uh, the Baxter Building, knocks out and and ties up. Ben, Johnny, and Reed. Oh, and Susan. Mm. And then she, the scroll turns herself into Susan, uh, releases Reed, and then tries to get... She She has these powers where she can make you uh, believe whatever she's saying, no matter mm. what's going on. And then she convinces Reed to do all this stuff to help her find this, uh, this egg that she's looking for. Because it's some creature that's... Uh, in the subterranean area where Mole Man is. But uh, once the egg hatches, uh, the first thing it sees, it's going to uh, attach itself to that and look at it as, as like its mother and do whatever they ask at mm. that point. So that's the egg that she's looking for. So she tries to get Reed to help her do that. But when she knocked out the rest of the Fantastic Four, she had she couldn't find Susan at first. And then Susan found everybody else knocked out and then sent out a signal to Ghost, uh, Ghost Rider, Hulk, all of them to come help out, <laughs> which is random. I can see Spider-Man. Yeah. Because Spider-Man's even already kinda, there. Yeah, even kind of Wolverine a little bit. But Joe Fix it, Ghost Rider especially. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's the most random team I've ever seen. So the that was the 70s version, and then... Um, the new ones that they're coming out with are supposed to be like a continuation of what happens after that event. Oh. So they're going on. Like, now all of a sudden they're in Las Vegas. <laughs> they all <laughs> they all had this thought in their head that, oh, I should go to Vegas <laughs> and then travel to Vegas. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been reading much, but I've been watching a lot of... Um comic book you know stuff mm-hmm. uh miss marvel obviously has been going it's been good it's been good i like it i she's very i like her i think we talked about it on last week's episode but just like her nuanced like little like face facial 
like mm-hmm. movements and like just the faces she makes yeah really ties it in to like i'm watching like just like a, a regular kid yeah you know she's not pretending to be a kid like this is somebody who's like truly just like that's just how she is yeah and i think that's what makes the show a lot better mm-hmm. um i've also been watching the boys um that's been pretty wild these past couple weeks and the the umbrella academy has been uh, pretty good have you watched that one i've only i made it through a, f- a couple episodes in the first season but i haven't ever gone back to it oh, okay yeah it's been pretty good it's that and have you watched the boys no not yet i'm, I'm just gonna wait okay yeah because i, I i'm still doing <laughs> i'm still on the the road to finish these animated shows and right now i'm on avengers earth's mightiest heroes mm. Which is surprising. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's better than I thought it was going to be. So I'm in the second season of that. And yeah, that's that's all I've been watching, really. Well, my free time late, like I said, I've been reading comics. Mm. So I haven't, when I get home, I haven't really been watching anything. Yeah, no, I this these shows, I took on a lot doing this. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> but now I have to finish. <laughs> There's so many... Uh, I keep avoiding the season because I have, like, how many episodes are in each season. So I can kind of, like, do I want to start, like, a five-season thing? Mm. And then I keep every time I finish a new show, I'm like, oh, maybe I should start that one. And I realize that it's 127 episodes. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll save that one. <laughs> and then I just, it, it happens every time. So, but I made the mistake of knocking out all the, like, Oh, it was only one season, 12 episodes. Like, I, I've knocked out most of those. And then I'm also getting to the point where I'm probably going to have to start paying to watch some of these things. Because not all of them are on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So. You should have just set the stipulation. <laughs> You're only watching ones on Disney+. Plus. So, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not saying that I'm going to bootleg those shows. But I'm sure they're out there somewhere. I hear the one, I, I remember, I didn't watch it continuously when it was out, but I watched a few episodes of uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's like everyone's favorite Spider-Man show. Maybe I'll do that one next. Yeah. yeah. And I think it only lasts maybe like two seasons. Yeah, I gotta check that out. All right. And yeah, we're gonna get into the story this week. This week we got, like I said, a West Coast Avengers story, which... Uh, if you guys didn't know... The West Coast Avengers is like, what can we compare it to? It's like, I mean, I guess it's just exactly what it is. It's the event. Think of the Avengers as like the A A team, like top of the line, like world saving team. And then think of the West Coast Avengers as sort of like the spinoff. Oh, think of it like, think of it like a TV show or like a movie. The mm-hmm. Avengers is like the big blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. The West Coast Avengers is like the spinoff TV show. E- okay yeah yeah it's it's a little bit smaller still the same thing mm-hmm. but still some of the same players yeah in the original team but just a smaller scale yeah and uh on this team we have uh iron man tony stark mm-hmm. we got mockingbird uh bobby morse an ex shield agent mm-hmm. uh we have hawkeye everyone's favorite archer wonder man simon williams he is a it's kind of convoluted but uh, he was an actor, got superpowers, died, came back to life. His brain waves were used in the creation of Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's come up in a few stories that we've done. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we have Tigra, mm-hmm. Tigra, however you want to pronounce it. Um, like super strong, super uh, agility, normal powers, but she sort of looks like a humanoid tiger. Yeah, yeah. The tiger of the of the famous Chippendale rescue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that threw me off so much when I saw her. <laughs> I know, that was such like a, from like the most random Avengers cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was it was just so funny to me too, because I had just finished watching that show. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is she doing here? Yeah, if you guys haven't watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Amazon, or Disney Plus. Yeah, the live action one. Great movie. Great. Funny as hell. <laughs> and then we also have some supporting characters, uh, Hank Pym. As you guys know, Ant-Man. Uh, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. We have some, uh, well, there's some other supporting characters. These are more like the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So there's a group of, like, <laughs> desert-themed villains called the, yeah. <laughs> the Desert Dwellers. Uh, there's Cactus, Gila, uh, Butte, and Sunstroke. And they uh, work for someone named Dominus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't forget about my guy, uh, Two-Gun, shows up. Oh, yeah. He shows up as well. So we, if you guys haven't caught on, this is sort of going to be a, an issue that takes place in a hot area, desert area. <laughs> All right. So to start off, so the Avengers fly out to Albuquerque um, because they've been wanting to add a sixth member to the team. And they have someone in mind named Firebird. And so they fly out there, and they leave Hank behind. Uh, but... Recently, he's been having some sort of uh, mental issues. Yeah. Uh, and so they don't realize how suicidally despondent he's become. But they're just like, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> just yeah. hang out here. Just, just hang out here. <laughs> you got popcorn and TV. You got, you're fine. Let's take some time off. <laughs> uh, so when the team gets to uh, Albuquerque, they find out that Firebird's been missing for over a month. And so they start their searching process, and they pull up more information from around town. And then they're ambushed by the group, uh, the dweller, the desert dwellers. <laughs> desert dwellers. Uh, <laughs> there's heat, uh, Sunstroke, who uh, can fly and generates heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she claims to be a human using powers, uh, using his powers, devising, wait, what did I say? Human using powers of his own devising, but explains that his, co- that his teammates, Butte, Gilla, and Cactus are merely artificial humans mm. so they were probably just lizards <laughs> that they turned into humans i don't know why you would have to explain that to everybody but uh but they were all created by dominus so the avengers gain the upper hand um but that as they do so a mysterious force grabs them grabs the desert dwellers and whisks them away from the battle iron man tracks them down to a base hidden in the mountains in arizona and recognizes that the uniform of the desert dwellers boss inside as belonging to the alien lucifer Ooh. I thought he was a devil. <laughs> uh, Dominus explains that Lucifer was his predecessor and that he won't fail in his inherited mission to enslave the world. To get the Avengers out of his way, as soon as they enter his chamber, Dominus activates the time platform. Also, Dr. Doom's time platform, if you guys are aware of that. Also it's, seen it's broken. Also seen in uh, Dr. Strange Multiverse of Madness. Reed Richards uses yes. it to... Teleports right in there. Yes. Um, yeah, to get the Avengers out of the way, Dominus activates the time platform, a damaged one that uh, of Doctor Doom's uh, creation, 
Yeah, so Dominus is pretty confident that he's trapped the Avengers in the distant past now. So yeah. he's like, you guys are out the way. Yeah, because the time machine's broken, so it, and it only goes backwards in time. Yeah, and he's like, there's literally no other Avengers teams that I've ever <laughs> heard of that can stop me if they need to. Uh, so this t- <laughs> the, <laughs> the TV squad is stuck in uh, the past now. Uh, we cut back to Hank Pym, and uh, Hank spends the day setting accounts and prepping to kill himself. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Trigger Sorry. warning. Uh, just as he's holding his gun to his head, he's interrupted by a sudden appearance of Bonita, uh, also known as uh, Fire Sunspot? Fire Spot? Sunstroke. No. Firebird. Sorry. <laughs> just as he, uh, yeah, he's interrupted, now bearing the identity of La Esperita, who brings him the message of hope from God. So now we're getting into a little bit of a spiritual... Now yeah, now we're getting into the religious aspects. And just to let you guys know, um, this is following the West Coast Avengers number 17 through 24, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just covered number 17. Hold for wind blowing. <laughs> and we're good? I think so. Okay. Uh, number 18. Sorry, the app that I use has just been very finicky lately. <laughs> so the Avengers arrive in the Arizona desert, but this is the Arizona desert of 1876. Wow. That's the past, if you guys don't know. That's 200 years before, or 100 years before. And they realize this is not good. <laughs> uh, the time platform that they came back with uh, is broken, if you guys don't remember from the last issue, um, and can only travel backwards in time. So... Anywhere they go, they're just going to keep going back and back and back. Uh, Iron Man thinks he might be able to fix it with the parts from another time machine. Though he's looking at it, though while he's looking at it, Wonder Man is trying to horn in uh, and one-up him. So this whole time they've been on who's going to be the leader. Who's it's They're basically just having a dick swinging contest, <laughs> this whole story. It's like, oh no, I, I, I can do all this... Uh, Oh, I could have figured out how to fix this time machine. Okay, and why didn't you do it? <laughs> yeah, Iron, or Iron Man is just like, oh, yeah, I can fix everything that we need to fix. And Wonder Man is doing the same thing, but also just like, I don't have to take this. I'm a, I'm a fucking Hollywood star. I mean, realistically, Iron Man should be the leader. Yeah. It's definitely not going to be Hawkeye. I wouldn't pick Hawkeye to be the leader, <laughs> even if this is the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. I don't know why Tony took the, the <laughs> took a step back here and was just like, I'm on the West Coast. I'm chilling now. <laughs> there can't be nearly enough <laughs> violence and danger over here. Let Hawkeye handle it. And so, uh, where were we? Even Hank could have done it. <laughs> yeah, and then the so while they're arguing about that, the team soon realizes that Nearby in the town, they hear some sounds um, involving Hawkeye's old ally, uh, Two-Gun Kid, Rawhide Kid, and the Phantom Rider. Why are people in Old West always named Kid? I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm a grown adult. I'm 37. <laughs> why, are you, why are you calling me? First of all, don't call me the Rawhide Kid. <laughs> Second of all, I am not a kid. I haven't been a kid for 20 years at this point. <laughs> And so the Avengers join up with the Western heroes to take on the 
take on an alliance of many of their villains, including the Iron Mask, Hurricane, Rattler, Red Raven, Dr. Danger, the Fat Man, and the Living Totem. During the adventure, the Phantom Rider takes a powerful liking to Mockingbird. Wonder Man takes a timed platform to Two Guns Blacksmith Specialist. And Boom Boom, <laughs> Boom the <laughs> Blacksmith Specialist, his name is Boom Boom Brown. <laughs> not to be not to be confused with Boom Boom from the uh, Secret from, Wars two. Yeah, or not or to the X Men. Not to be confused with an accident that you may have had after eating too much Taco Bell. No, <laughs> but it's it's probably fitting for that guy to be called Boom <laughs> Boom Boom Brown. <laughs> uh, so he takes the time machine to there to Boom Boom, but unfortunately he's not able to make much re- <laughs> much progress on repairing it. Gee, I wonder why. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen any electrical circuitry in my life, and you it's expect 1876. me to. 1876. <laughs> what parts did you think that he was going to have just laying around? <laughs> you thought that he had, like, a circuit board somewhere? I got this. I don't know what to use it for, but I guess this is a good thing to use it for. Why don't you try this mysterious thing that <laughs> fell out of the sky? And so Wonder Man uh, then makes the suggestion to go even further back in time, specifically to ancient Egypt of Raman Tut where they can get access to his own time machine. Hawkeye agrees to the risky proposition, though, to test their control with the shorter jump, Simon first sets the dial back just 100 years. However... Just a small 100 years. (laughs) That just seems worse. Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to go from here to Egypt. That's all we need to do. Yeah. So my thing is, like, if if it... Just set it to Egypt. Yeah. Right? Because, like... You're already stuck in time, and you can't go forward. The worst thing that's going to happen... Like, you're already stuck. Yeah. The worst thing that's going to happen is if... Is you don't make it out of the situation, which sucks. But you're stuck in time. <laughs> you're, you're literally stuck in time. You can't go back to where you came from. Yeah. So your best shot is to just fucking swing for the fences and go for <laughs> it. Like, just do it. <laughs> And so they set it back 100 years. Uh, however, just as the platform activates, Phantom Rider attacks, knocking out and, uh, at, and grabbing Mockingbird before anyone can stop him. The remaining four Avengers are stuck, headed back a century. And in the present day, uh, Esperita takes, talks Hank down from his suicide attempt. Real quick, Phantom Rider smacked the crap out of Mockingbird <laughs> and knocked her out. He didn't just like knock her out with like a, a little gas or something. He smacked the shit out of her. <laughs> and then yanked her off the time portal. They were very... It's Back in the day, comics were very... Uh, <laughs> not graphic, but just like... They didn't pull their punches. No, like, they kind of... And especially for this... Like, what the Comic Code Authority was not... You can tell that that was not like a, a real thing. Because... <laughs> How was how did that people have to put the parental advisory sticker on their CDs at that point? <laughs> but you could still get away with smacking a woman clear across the face, and then kidnapping her in a kid's comic book. Hey, it's all it's all cartoon, guy. This, this isn't real. <laughs> Neither is this rap music. <laughs> Doctor Dre wasn't shooting any of these people. All right, so on to issue number nineteen. Hawkeye, Iron Man. Is it Tigra or Tigra? I think it's Tigra because that makes more sense as she looks almost like a Tigra. Tigra. <laughs> yeah, in the show they call her Tigra. Okay, I'm going to go with Tigra. 
and Wonder Man end up in uh, in the Arizona region of 1776. So if you guys remember, back 100 years. Yeah. Uh, and Clint is in the midst of a panic at Phantom Rider, grabbing Mockingbird away at the last second, stra- stranding her 100 years in the future. The others calm him down, reminding him that Bobby can take care of herself and that the best hope is reaching their destination to get the get a properly functioning time machine and then rescue her without time to rescue her in time and not have to worry about the whole issue basically completing the paradox yeah before they can worry about it they're ambushed by a cavalry of spanish soldiers during the ensuing battle iron, iron wonder man <laughs> pulls a stunt of grabbing a bunch of soldiers guns and crushing them in his invulnerable arms but that causes an explosion that not-so-invulnerable Hawkeye gets caught up in injuring <laughs> him badly. <laughs> that was so... <laughs> He's got to know his limits. That's how you... This man shouldn't be on the team. No. He's too cocky. It's like in the TV shows when, like, the the guy who plays a cop on TV is, like, on a ride-along with a cop. Mm. He's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, episode six. I remember this. Yeah. But it's real life, dude. Yeah, like, it's, it's like... That's exactly what the, the premise of that... What was, what was that movie with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube? Ride, oh, along? ride along? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do this in video games all the time. <laughs> Speaking of Kevin Hart, I realize a lot of his comedy, like, team-up movies mm-hmm. are him being the overly confident, like, short, funny guy. Yeah. He plays the same character in all Every time. And it's, you just need somebody that looks meaner than him. Yep. To be the other person. Have you seen that movie that he's in, uh, The Man from Toronto? Uh, that's the one on Netflix? Yeah, him and no, Woody Harrelson. Yet. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's Woody Harrelson being taller and looking scarier than <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Hawkeye's injured. The Avengers fleet to a nearby cave, but not. But the Spanish see them go there, so they just let them go, but they're still following. Mm. A Spanish missionary named Carlo- Carlota... Valdez follows them and offers them medicine, bearing no ill will to them despite the assumption that they represent English spies. Hawkeye starts to recognize Carli- Carlota. Carli- what did I say? Carlota? Carlota is what you said. Carl- <laughs> <laughs> and her stories as the woman for Firebird's vision. And upon, que- upon questioning, she reveals that she had a similar vision of Firebird, thus Esperita, and the other people that looked much like the Avengers. So they have this sort of mind link vision thing going on. Mm-hmm. What? Is it? <laughs> um, yeah. So Hawkeye doesn't want to tell her everything he knows, particularly about Firebird's vision, suggesting that she's going to die. But he gets an idea on how to take advantage of the meeting with Bonita's ancestors. He breaks off the head of an inkjet arrow to write a message on the shed of cloth and writes, Bonita, we are lost in time. Contact FF. Tell them we're trying for Ramatut's Egypt, Hawkeye. And has Carlita, Carlota keep the message somewhere safe. In 1876, uh, by chance, uh, the same, in the same cave, Phantom Rider brews a special Kamoche com- herbal potion to administer to the unconscious Mockingbird. So he's whipping up some drink. Hey, girl, welcome to my cave. Let me make you a special drink. Yeah, have, have a drink real quick. You perv. You creep. <laughs> and so when she awakes, she forgets all about who she was and not only, and where she is. But all she knows is that she loves the writer as much as she loves, as much as he loves her. Yeah. So it's basically just a love potion. Mm-hmm. 
Rawhide Kid and Two Gun Kid are tracking him down and bring him to justice. But now, with Mockingbird on his side, Phantom Rider defeats them. As Slade and Bobby prepare to head out to a new hiding place, Bobby trips on the discarded old inkjet arrow in the same cave and feels something familiar about it. She decides to keep it as a souvenir. So last I left off, uh, Bobby trips over the arrow that Hawkeye left in the cave mm-hmm. to use the, to write the note. Yeah. Uh, back in the present, uh, Esperita gets Hank to go work through his depression by having him demonstrate the use of his uh, pin particles, which start to remind him of the stimulation he, uh, or his stimulation he finds in science. As they call it a day, they walk by, uh, they walk by Benita's family's Bible, which she brought with her, uh, home on her visit from, uh, the West Coast Avengers compound. As they passed it, they failed to notice that the cloth sticking out of the pages with a certain message written on it. So this the is one the one that Hawkeye left. Yeah. So which, yeah, also travel time. Then. Yeah. If they would just notice, then... They can get help, but we know that's not going to work out. That's the end of that issue. Next issue, uh, it's now we're in 1776. The Avengers fly from the American West towards Egypt. They're just <laughs> I don't know why. I guess uh, I guess so. The the time platform only moves you. The platform space. only yeah. It only moves Our into time, space and not, not space. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just going to keep ending up in the same spot, but. In the past. Yeah. And so now they have to fly towards Egypt. Um, but they make their first stop over in Philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> to get Hawkeye some medical attention following his injuries from the past issue. They made him fly all the way from Arizona to Philly <laughs> just for medical attention. <laughs> you can stop anywhere else. <laughs> There's so many places that you could have stopped at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's seven. It's what seventeen seventy six at this point. Yeah, I still can guarantee you, you pass fifteen <laughs> doctors on the way there. Guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since it's July, uh, they barely miss Doctor Strange and Clea hanging out with Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> it's barely their friends. <laughs> Uh, They continue across the Atlantic Ocean and over Europe until they reach the Sphinx in Egypt. They they clash briefly with uh, Ottoman soldiers that are amiss there for some reason while Wonder Man sets up the time platform. As soon as they jump back to 2009-20 BC and are immediately attacked by Egyptian soldiers, they're preparing for the Pharaoh's burial rites. Oh, okay. So, So they get to the... Because you you move through time but not through space, mm-hmm. you got to fly to Egypt and then use platform. To, it's almost like an elevator. You got yeah, because it it only it's only going backwards. It can't. Yeah. So you got to go down the elevator, mm-hmm. walk across the building, go down the go other down elevator. elevator. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like uh, that mini game in Mario Party. You got to go through the doors, and then it, it either takes you to a different door or oh, okay. you yeah, go yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's funny that like. I don't know. I guess it's just comic book writing, but like, comic book writers sometimes you they just oh yeah you guys don't need to know how it happened just know that it happened yeah. like this is like all right we got to make them go here to here mm-hmm. and then use a platform to get there. It's like that's just like that little bit of like writing yeah, you know. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they they clash briefly with the soldiers. Uh, Wonder Man sets up the time platform, and soon they jump back to Egypt. The Egyptian soldiers are preparing for the pharaoh's pharaoh's burial uh, burial 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 <laughs> rites. And after a quick fight ends, the pharaoh's high priest Shamaz uh, recognizes that the Avengers as the time travelers and is able to talk to them in English. Samaj uh, explains that the Pharaoh will be entering into suspended am- animation the next day and that he destroyed his own time machine 17 years earlier. He reluctantly tells them that the pyramid takes him into the pyramid that to talk to the Pharaoh, but Ramatut is preparing his mind to suspend an animation by entering a trance. He isn't very coherent or helpful, and he only mutters random words that, that find more help during later passages. Yeah. So... Ramata is Kang, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't know, Kang travels back in time because he's bored and just decides to become a pharaoh. And That's kind of tight, though. <laughs> if I could do that, I would. But hold on real quick. Did you Have you ever thought of the fact that they flew from Arizona or whatever West Coast state they're in to Philly? Like how fucked up like the people that they flew over were after they saw that there's like five people flying over their heads <laughs> in 1776 yeah and one of them like one of them was made of metal those the people who seen them were definitely uh called witches and yeah they got burned <laughs> at the stake after that for sure all of them in multiple states yeah the, <laughs> the adventures are causing more problems than yeah helping so yeah he reluctantly takes them to the pyramid to talk to the pharaoh but the roof he's uh, going to his trance. Uh, Hawkeye is growing increasingly frustrated negotiating their way through through in spite of his injuries and starts to collapse from fever. His teammates assure him that they can get through all this uh, on his behalf and that he should just rest. Clint relents and assigns Iron Man as interim chairman just before the failing uh, before falling unconscious, which irks Wonder Man who has been competing with Tony for status. They activate the time platform once more to jump back to uh, 2940 BC when they're immediately shot by then nefarious Ramatut. Uh, in August of 1776, so now we're going forward, but also in the past, mm-hmm. a month after parting ways with the Avengers, Carlota uh, Valdez is traveling across California with her mission when her coach is attacked by Indians. Or <laughs> Native Americans. Thank you. <laughs> she joins the battle but gets Racist. shot in the back. Before she dies, she makes her we chaperone. Just about this. <laughs> <laughs> she makes her chaperone promise to guard the message uh, she took from Hawkeye. In 1776, Phantom Rider takes Mockingbird back. Yeah, in 1876, uh, Phantom Rider takes Mockingbird back to the Lincoln Slade to Lincoln Slade's hometown of Lordsburg to f- start a new life with her. As she changes into her new local dress, she decides to wear the old arrowhead she found as a necklace. A choice that Slade doesn't know doesn't know that to make of sense, he recognizes the head of something of Hawkeye's at use. While they settle in, uh, Rawhide Kid and Two Gun Kid are still on their trail. And in the present, Esperita continues to help Hank rekindle his passion for science by having him go over his expertise in robotics, a subject that Hank isn't eager to get back into since he created the murder bot Ultron. As they head into the lab, they again just barely miss Hawkeye's message peeking out from the pages <laughs> of the Bible. It's like they're actively trying to avoid it. Yeah. 
And then, so that's the end of that issue. Next issue. In Egypt in 2940 BC, the evil Ramatut has shot the Avengers with a paralyzing ray. Somehow, despite their costumes and varied appearances, he can't tell the difference between them and the Egyptian natives <laughs> to, that, to that time and just accuse them of being rebel spies. Confident that they will die from his weapon, he has them take, taken to a nearby temple for, for burial. Burial? Why can't I read today? Bur- I don't know. You keep wanting to say burial. Because <laughs> it's B-U-R. <laughs> uh, the temple they arrive in happens to be one of the one uh, dedicated to... <laughs> dedicated to the one and only Kanshu. All right. While they lie paralyzed on the temple floor, the feverish Hawkeye has a vision in which he comes face to face with Kanshu, who explains that he aims for vengeance against Ramata and will use the Avengers as his agents. That his hypnotic influence over Ramata uh, from recognizing them as non-natives. Uh, so he's the reason why he didn't see them as superheroes or anything. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye pleads his case for some extra divine intervention. He wants to return to his own time, but Kanshu's methods can't be too direct. Instead, Kanshu agrees to help deliver a message to someone from their time that he that can help. The Avengers come to, and Hawkeye's fever breaks. Or his burns are healed, and Clint's voice Clint voices his thanks to Kanshu. Um, just as the uh, as the god disappears. In 1876, <laughs> Mockingbird is starting to shake off the effects of the Phantom Riders potion, just as the Rawhide Kid and Two-Gun Kid catch up on their trail. With Bobby alone, Two-Gun Kid confronts her dressed as Hawkeye, hoping to jostle, jostle her memories. Uh, she fights him at first, but one more look at the arrow, arrowhead necklace she's wearing brings her memories flooding back. She rides off with Rawhide Kid and Tugung, uh wanting to kill Phantom Rider for what he did to her. In 1776, Carlota Valdez's funeral ends with her parents and chaperone deciding to return to Mexico with her Bible. Seventy years later, in 1847, Cuidad Corazon, a young rebel... Oh, in 17... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Real quick while you're assembling over your words. She put that, Hawkeye put that message in the Bible, like, in 1776 or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that all of her ancestors, our family going forward, left that note in there without looking at it and saying, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Is amazing. Because <laughs> I can't keep track of shit. It's like everyone's <laughs> actively trying not to look at this yeah, message. Yeah, like... <laughs> like it's not their message to look at, so they're just like, oh nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so a young rebel, a young uh, Isabel Ramirez enters the local mission, wanting to read the Bible at the altar. The padre forbids uh, peasant hands from touching it, but she sneaks to look anyways. When she finds the English note inside, she she's hit with a vision that prompts her to steal the Bible back for her own family. And in the present day, Moon Knight is hit with the vision, uh, hit with the vision of Conchu that drives him from. Uh, Frenchie, uh, you know his friend Frenchie, yeah. uh, and has him to fly him to California as soon as possible. At the Avengers compound, Hank and Esper, Esper, Hank and Espy, I'm going to keep calling it Espy. Sure, <laughs> whatever works best, man. Put the finishing touches on a new robotic creation, Rover, a flying mini vehicle with AI of a talking dog. <laughs> 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 this, 
A solution that Hank hopes will make up for the previous mistakes of killing, of making killer robots. Yeah. So you made an AI with the intelligence of a dog. <laughs> I, I, okay. Sorry for your family's loss. Here's a robotic <laughs> dog. <laughs> you guys remember that like, commercial comes on? Remember that killer robot that killed half of your family last year? <laughs> we got a, a brand new thing for you guys. <laughs> From the guy who brought you the killer robot. <laughs> robot dog. No, the <laughs> this is a moving vehicle. <laughs> Here's the rover. <laughs> your talking vehicle. Not as smart as Ultron, but it's good enough. Why? You don't have to do this. He also tests out his new, more practical application for pin particles, shrinking and storing inanimate objects like tools and weapons rather than hazardously using it on his own body. Uh, with these new, with new innovations, Hawk, uh, Hank Pym is ready to return to adventuring, not as a costume superhero, but as a plainclothes Dr. Pym. He and Bonita share a passionate kiss to celebrate his new lease on life. And back in New Mexico, Dominus wonders if he truly seen the end of the Avengers. He started to question it. He's like, yeah, I sent them in back in time with the time machine that only goes backwards. But is there a way they can come back? <laughs> it's kind of too late to be thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then on to issue number 21. Oh, no, sorry. That was 22. Uh, Okay. So part six, in 1876, Mockingbird, Two-Gun Kid, and Rawhide Kid ride into Lordsburg looking for Lincoln Slade. The Phantom Rider is already onto them, however, and, and lures them out into his territory where he can fight them using only his illusionary tricks. Mockingbird sees through all of them, and easily and together with Rawhide and Two-Gun, they force Phantom Rider to run. Going back further to 2940 BC, the priests of Khonshu direct the revived Avengers to to a hidden path of Ramatut's base. Inside, they catch a glimpse of Doctor Strange also visiting time frame for dubious reasons, but they're soon too busy fighting Rama's guard, guard robots to help Strange deal with his own robots. They're also spot a monitor screen showing... So they spot monitor screens in ancient Egypt. Yeah. Uh, showing Rama torturing a young Fantastic Four. <laughs> There's a lot of things here that I have questions about. Uh, with their, with their fellow time travelers just out of reach, the Avengers instead focus on focus on what they came for, time machine parts to help them return to their own time. Unfortunately, they're so besieged by Ramatut's defenses that they're un, unable to gain anything useful before their concurrent adventure ends with the facility being destroyed and every other time traveler leaving without noticing them. In 1917 Mexico, a much older Isabel Ramirez shows her granddaughter, Chita, the family Bible she is hidden in the tree after stealing it back from the local church. While she's re revealing the Bible, a nearby rope bridge collapses, endangering a boy named Benito Juarez. Isabel pulls the boy to safety, though the strain causes her own heart to give out. Uh, Chita d decides to honor her grandmother by cherishing the Bible that was her inspiration. So in present day... <laughs> Hank and Bonita re uh, return to Avengers Compound after taking Rover out for a spin only to be greeted by a trespassing Moon Knight. <laughs> Hank takes the opportunity to try out his combat skills using the, his resized gimmicks in his pocket, but Moon Knight isn't there to mess around. He's there to point them in the direction of the Avengers. Finally realizing that the other Avengers are lost in time, 
They race to contact the FF but find they're too late. Reed Richards explains that Dominus Desert Dwellers have already arrived and destroyed their time platform. Wait, you forgot to mention that Moon Knight finally pointed them to the note in the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After only 300 years, they somebody finally got the note. Read this. <laughs> He's like, go check out the note in your Bible. She's like, what are you talking about? I've never seen that thing there. The note that my family's been passing up for all these generations. <laughs> you mean my bookmark? <laughs> and then, so on to issue number 23. So, in the present, Hank... SB and Moon Knight take Rover all the way to New York to the headquarters of Fantastic Four. There, they examine the wreckage of the time machine destroyed by Dominus. Hank and Reed begin putting the pieces back together while the thing lugs heavy chunks of machinery all over the place. That's always a really good part when Mm -hmm. Reed's Reed's there. Reed's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Like, all the time. He doesn't pay attention to anybody around him. Yeah, he gets gets so tied up in his work that he just, like, really doesn't care about what anybody... It's odd that Sue stayed as long as she has. Yeah. But there's multiple universes where she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She she gives up. Shouldn't stick around for that. Yeah, she should get divorced and just be friends. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Back to 2940 BC. The Avengers now only have one chance left to get home. Doctor Strange. But before... But first, they must fight through another legion of soldiers loyal to Rama Tut, the priest of Khonshu, and those formerly enslaved by Rama. Assist the Avengers, and they battle their way through Rama Tut's court back to the Sphinx. By the time they get through all of it, though, they learn that Doctor Strange had already escaped and returned <laughs> home. But Hawkeye still succeeded in keeping his promise to Khonshu by aiding the, the overturn of Rama Tut by delaying Rama's guards from imprisoning Doctor Strange's body. They allowed Strange to separate his astral self and use his magic to transform the thing back into a human, allowing him to slip free of his bonds and try to rest, uh, try to free the rest of the team. If you guys don't remember, the Fantastic Four are also back in time. Mm-hmm. And free the rest of the Fantastic Four, at which point the Fantastic Four are forced, have forced Ramatite to flee t- into the time stream. Back in 1876, Mockingbird decides to track down the Knight Rider alone uh, racing on a horse through a, a perilous rainstorm, she finds the rider floating above Spirit Peak. She begins fighting him, but the rider continues to profess his love for her. Mockingbird batters him back with her battle uh, stay. She forces him back over a cliff. Uh, the Night Rider manages to grip the edge of the cliff, but begs Mac- Mockingbird to rescue him. Bobby has plenty of time to save the Night Rider's life, but chooses to let him <laughs> lose his grasp and fall to his death. The decision will haunt her for many years to come. I mean. <laughs> in the present, back in uh, Hank and Reed complete the repairs on the time machine along with Moon Knight and Espy. They travel back to ancient Egypt to the year 2940. They pick up the rest of the Avengers and then travel forward to Lordsburg, New Mexico in 1876 to pick up Mockingbird. And then one final trip forward through time and everyone's finally home. And it's all because Hockingbird's... All right. Hawkeye's huh? enduring 200 year notes. I saw Mockingbird and Hawkeye and I just. <laughs> are, you trying, are you shipping the two of them? I mean, they did get married at some point. I mean, they did. They're, they're in a relationship here. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's not too far off. Hawkingbird. <laughs> 
And then the last issue, issue 24, mm-hmm. uh, Dominus and his minions uh, are near completion on the master machine that will enslave the world. Confident that his gambit to trap the Avengers in the past was flawless, he's therefore quite shaky when the Avengers suddenly attack. Dominus sends his desert dwellers out to stop them, including dozens of duplicates of the artificial members, uh, Butte, Gila, and Cactus. Uh, with a team bolstered by Dr. Pym, Espy, and Moon Knight, the Avengers easily gain the upper hand on the henchmen. Sunstroke, the one human of the Desert Dwellers, known, knows when to fall back and flies up to the shaft of the tower silo where Dominus awaits. The Avengers follow, and as they near the top, they are confronted by the uh, costume man they believe to be Dominus. The man takes the moment to explain that he's actually just a vessel through which Dominus speaks. While his race continues created the master machines to enslave lesser races they didn't count on becoming enslaved themselves dominus is the master machine is the master machine and at that moment he's all around them and the avengers follow and as they near the top they're confronted by oh sorry i screenshotted this and i was trying to screenshot enough onto the screen to get there dominus is the master machine and at the moment he's all around them all around the avengers built into the walls of the upper levels of the silo Dominus blasts the Avengers with its mind enslaving rays, completely immobilizing them, and then dismisses Sunstroke uh, to another assigned location. As Dominus's vessel walks to the machine controls, gloating his victory, he doesn't notice Moon Knight walk up and clock him. <laughs> <laughs> Not understanding how his enemy could still be moving, he blasts Moon Knight again, but again Moon Knight shakes it off and pushes forward. Dominus panics. Uh, panics and is unable to comprehend how someone could resist his power and its inability to resolve the paradox soon causes the entire machine and by extension the base to rumble and burst into flames as it begins to collapse so moon knight just literally broke this machine just by <laughs> yeah well because what happened was um dominus was able to con- like stop everybody else because he sent out the brainwave or whatever it was and then he did it he saw moon knight was still going so he did it again, and then he kept going. And then he's like, what the hell is going on here? But it's because Moon Knight's created those multiple personalities in his head. So, But he only had the three. So he, he was like, "If you, I'm glad he didn't do it a third time, because if he did, then that would have been over. So it works out. So the base is crumbling. Uh, Moon Knight wisely keeps quiet about how Dominus really was enslaving his mind. But... But with his, most, with his multiple personalities to spare. The Avengers are freed from the effects of the machine and are, and are able to escape the collapsing mountain. As it does, they see the core of, the, of Dominus' machine blast off into space on a rocket. The flyers of the team try to pursue it, but when Wonder, Man, Wonder Man's jet stalls in the upper atmosphere, Iron Man breaks off to rescue him from the fall. Wonder Man is hardly grateful, arguing that his invulnerability uh, would have saved... Sort of, Saved him from the fall, and it was more important to catch Dominus. Nonetheless, the day is saved, even though Dominus and Sunstroke escaped. Later, as the Avengers finally return home, Wonder Man is ambushed by his producer's assistant, <laughs> who is finally able to inform him that everyone hates his new costume. <laughs> and that's the end. Oh, boy. Let's see. A lot of time travel. Yeah. A lot it, of... it honestly wasn't a bad story. No. Uh, there's some... Plot points that I think uh, should have took some time to figure out, and so I definitely feel like they rushed this. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think like I told you before, I think it falls into like that 
I, I don't think that these are always meant to be read in a week mm. like we do. So I, I think they're kind of counting on people not remembering some of the stuff, like the smaller things. Yeah. But when, when you read <clears throat> through a, a nine-story arc in a week, it's like, what are you talking about? You guys just said that this was going on. Or yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. So it kind of falters there. But I don't know. It wasn't a bad story. No, I like the I, I actually like the time travel aspect of it and like how they were just going back in time and like it wasn't that they were just traveling just in time just to travel, but like that they were they can only go backwards. So that it, it made it a little bit more harrowing, like are they gonna make it back? Obviously they would, but like how are they gonna make it back if they can only go backwards? So what are you giving it? I give it a house explosion. Right, I'm just gonna check this first. I give it a boom boom brown. Go. Uh, do I want to give it one? Yeah. It, I thought it was good. I. Yeah, I said enough. It was good. But yeah, that was it. That was uh, Lost in Space Time, the West Coast Avengers story. Everybody's favorite Avengers. And yeah, that's it. We will be back next week with another story that I can't remember. It's going to happen, but it's there. Something's <laughs> happening. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for coming back again. Remember to share this with your friends, your family, somebody. Coworkers. Your coworkers. Just tell somebody to press play on it, please. And then uh, even even if you think somebody doesn't give a shit about it, just tell them to check it out. Yeah. And if I find out that you heard about it and you didn't share it with somebody, <laughs> I'll fight you. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit out one of those. Yeah, yeah. probably the first one. <laughs> probably. <laughs> the joys of podcasting. All right, guys. We will talk to you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.